Welcome to another episode of Mick and Ori's Classic Cars. I'm Mick. And I'm Ori. Ori, the Australian Formula One Grand Prix. Finally back, Mick. Finally back. After three years, is it? Something like yeah, that? Yeah, three-year hiatus because of COVID, cancellation, and now moved to the third race of the year. No, it used to be the first, wasn't it? used it? to be the first. So there was a bit of an article about the drivers complaining that uh, they didn't like it where it's, at, at the, where it's sitting at the moment. So Bahrain and... Um, Saudi. Well, yeah, Azerbaijan, we were the first. The Saudi one, yeah. they're the first two now, and all the drivers do not like it. They'd rather that this, the Australian Grand Prix, because it's so far to come, is the first, and then they make and then their go. way. So why was the change, do you know? Because we, well, as soon as we cancelled the Grand Prix in Australia... Bahrain picked it up. Ah, oh, so they ended up with the yep, first. Yep, yep. So they moved around the schedule to accommodate the uh, season because it still went ahead. But, Mick, let me tell you, I have never been to a Melbourne Grand Prix. I've been Neither to have I. I've never been to one. And you went without me. Yeah, I know. I got invited. I went with work, so I do apologise, Mick, but I thought I'd take the opportunity and, and get across and spent the day in what it was called the Race Cube on Turn 11, I think it was, Mick. Perfect so how spot. far were you away from the pits, the uh, pit lane? A pit lane, so there was another left-hander, right-hander, then the main straight. So uh, wouldn't be half a K, I wouldn't okay, have thought. but you can't see you it. You can't see it. No, you no, you couldn't see it. see it. So it was a great turn. There's a lot, of, a lot of action on that corner. It was a new one they had put in for the track, uh, new right-hander, so you had to really slow down. A lot of people overshot it. So that's where Vettel went off and crashed his uh, Aston and how many missed that corner completely. But Melbourne do it well, Mick. They I'll tell you. They so have, compared to Adelaide, I mean, we talked about Adelaide and how good that was. Adelaide was good, really good, because the streets are against our hometown and we know it, you know, back to front. We know the road's a lot better, right? But that it's beautiful around the lake at Albert Park, don't get me wrong. Uh, a little bit out of the city, yeah, in the CBD, you can walk, but it's Albert Park. It's not, so if it's you not, walk from the city, what is oh, it? It's, an hour? It'd be yeah, an hour walk. An yeah, hour I would have thought so. But... They do it well. I mean, the crowds came out. They had 420,000. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what there was the, the stats, and that's over the whole three days. Over though. the whole three days. So. But that was a record. Yep, correct. So people definitely came out to support it. And let me tell you, Mick, to see the new Formula One cars. Like, I mean, I logged on when Ferrari launched their car, the new Formula One car for this season. How good My, does it look? Oh, no, no, you don't understand. That F175, or the F75 for the 75th anniversary they've made. My gosh. The colour. Is it is a nice colour, isn't it? That, it's I it's love. not the Rosso Costa that no, everyone talks special, about. Special red now. Scuderia, I think they've called it. My God, it looks – but all the Formula 1 cars look awesome. The Aston Martin looks – It does look good, that one. Immaculate in that green. It didn't look it, that good when they had the uh, fire extinguisher. No, exactly right. Vettel didn't look very happy. I don't think he thought it looked good. But it was. it's good to finally see – not because we're Ferrari enthusiasts and Ferrari, Ferrariistas, but that McLaren isn't dominating as much as much. Yeah, McLaren, um, sorry, yeah. Uh, Mercedes with uh, Lewis Hamilton, but McLaren looks good. Mick. They the, did look oh, good, they and they were good. sponsored by a local. So OTR. OTR only for that race. Yeah, I gathered that. So because they've just launched OTR over in Melbourne. Yeah. So as part of it, and we're talking about it today, that, that sponsorship would have been an interesting yeah. deal just for those three days. But, but yeah, it did look good. It looked fantastic. The cars look great. They su- I love the silver wheels. I love that new aero wheel that looks unbelievable. I love the fact that the, the colours on the wheels to know what compound tyre they're using. Yeah, well, that's been around but, for a while, but, but that just, is good. It takes more no- – you notice it more now. Why is I, that? I don't know. I just It just stands out more, I reckon, on the new car. It looks good, but they sound unbelievable, Mick. 
So compared that, I mean, now they okay, so running those, a hybrid car. It's a 1.6 litre, 1,000 horsepower now. It's ridiculous, right. isn't it? Unbelievable. Doesn't sound as good as the old V10s, V12s, right? We know that. And the V8s to that time. And the old turbo, well, it sounds better than the turbos. The turbos didn't sound as good uh, when didn't they sound first as good, came out. But they still sound really good. I mean, there's no sound like an F1. I don't care. Um, the V8s came out, the Porsches came out. And I really don't get excited. I, I watched them and, and I thought... What about the other classes? What about did they have the old classics, um, like the Masters class? And I'm not sure. I didn't see. It. I didn't see that. I, like I said, I was hosting. I was part of work, and so I got there uh, in the afternoon on on Sunday, and so pretty on much Sunday, in, Saturday. No Sunday. Sunday. Oh, you got yeah, the, on race day. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. So I missed the quali- I watched qualifying on TV and things like that. So I saw the last bit of the V8s, and then the Grand Prix. Okay, and that's what I was going to ask. You're saying you watched uh, some of the qualifying on TV. When you're at the track, how much do you actually see and how much do you know what's happening? I've said this for a long time. Formula One, car race, any car racing is hard to watch live. It's really a TV. It's a, for me, it's TV. Because unless you're over the pits where you see them coming in, changing, and then going out, and then you're only seeing that main straight anyhow. But then you still need to have... Vision to a screen. Correct. So where would you rather watch a Grand Prix? On a corner or on a straight? You've got to be on a corner where they at least slow down and you see the cars coming into turn. So a sharp hairpin for me would be is the best spot to watch it. If you want to see him working on the car, obviously over the pits is the best. So we've got some footage of, you know, over the pits and under hairpins. So for me, it's, it's a hard sport to watch live. Yeah, and that's that's one thing that's really put me off going to Melbourne to watch the Grand Prix because you go there, but unless you've actually got a screen and you don't and you hear the commentary, that's the other thing. If you don't hear the commentary, Correct. you don't know what's happening and why no. someone's gone past. Because yeah, you know, the interesting thing was we were, the section we were. It took because uh, I filmed it. It was like a minute, not even um, oh, from when they went through. It was like thirty seconds, and all the cars were through. 33 seconds, under a minute, and, and then, all, the, and then all 19 cars were through, right? Ridiculous speed they're going. And then that's it. Then you've got to wait another minute and a half, and they're back. And you don't even know what's happening on the other and end then, of the And then that's track. right. You don't know. You, you miss the overtake. Unless you're on an overtaking section. Look, it's about – I was saying it this morning with my wife. It's great. It's about the atmosphere, you know, cheering and the crowds and Daniel Ricciardo being there was fantastic. You know, he got out of his car a few times. And they times did well. The McLarens on, did well. They did better than they expected. Absolutely. He got out of, you know, when they'd done the lap to introduce the drivers, he got out of the car and went to the crowd and waved and shook hands. Unbelievable. So really engaging. That's great to see them. But to see these guys up up close, you know, is fantastic. Yeah, you know, they're human as well. They're human. It's great. But look, look, you know, He's, he's going to be world champion. Obviously. Well, Ferrari and hopefully just, it could be this year. But how much difference do you reckon there is with Ferrari doing well compared to them not doing well for the Formula One? I mean, okay, look, mate, we're, we're biased in terms of Ferrari. However, if they're not fighting for the podium... It's not the same it's feeling. Not, it can't be the same. Even the, even but I'll tell the, you the crowds. So in the crowds, you know, everyone wears the team shirts and things like that. What shirt do you think was mostly seen? Well, I think the orange of the McLaren was Mate, there. I could not believe how much orange. Yeah. And for not only for Ricardo, but for Lando Norris also. There were Norris shirts and uh, Ricardo shirts. The orange was everywhere. Then a lot of red, obviously, and, uh, and for red Ferrari. Bull. So you got the, And Red Bull. And what about Mercedes? Mercedes, yeah, a little bit. 
a little bit of the, that Patronus and things that you saw around. But for the big three were definitely McLaren, Ferrari and, and uh, Red Bull. Okay. Uh, so the next one, which is the Italian home. Alfa Romeo. There were a bit oh, of, Alfa. Yeah. Alfa Romeo was out there. So, uh, and there was a little bit of Alfa Romeo paraphernalia people wearing it, but not orange. It was a sea of orange. It's amazing. Yeah, it? Well, it that's because they got the Ricciardo as uh, not you know, Ricciardo, but oh, I Ricardo. think it is, isn't it? Is it's Ricciardo, isn't it? But it's got an eye in it. Yeah, Ri. Ri. Ricardo. No, with a bit after the two Caesars got an eye. No, it hasn't. After the two C's has got an I don't eye. think it has. It has. But anyway, how you pronounce it, they, I think well, in, if it's Australia, that, it is, in, yeah. in Australia we pronounce it Ricardo, but it's not. It's actually Ricciardo. Yeah, Ricciardo. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. don't worry about that. It doesn't matter. You're but right. It's got an eye. Yeah. He's very personable and he wants, you know, the Fantastic. Australian crowd. So for the Australians following the McLaren, and let's face it, if he's racing anywhere, we follow him. Naturally, but, we want a Ferrari to win. Uh, it was disappointing Carlos Sainz went off early. Yeah, well, I got, but he got bogged. Yeah. No, he, that, got, he got bogged because he went he off the got, track. He went off the track. When that, so they tried to get him to put – he asked to be pushed out. If I someone can push me out. I'm not sure what the rules are, but if he stalls the car, I think they're not allowed to start it. Correct. So he was asking to push it out, and he apparently accelerated it, and that's where it bogged. It yeah. spun the tyres and just sunk it. Yeah. But How bad I, was that? I don't know if you saw on the footage. The track, because uh, they spent $20 million re redoing the track, Did, but I it was bumpy gonna, as. Yeah, they... It, they were complaining about that. Even was Hamilton was saying, well, bumpy. how come Charles was able to deal with that bumpiness? Yeah, it was phenomenal how but they did that. I think it sounded like, again, you know, the commentators talk about it, but it was mainly mainly when the full tank of fuel, as the, mm. fuel, the tank went down in terms of uh, volume. You know, yeah, exactly right, the less bumpiness, yeah. right? So the car's less heavy. Yeah. But, you know, you... You tell it's it's a game of tactics, right? How much fuel you carry. You know, I remember we had uh, the race car driver Peter Hackett, yeah, and he was he, telling us you need to factor in how much fuel you got, how many laps you got, tires, tire wear, and this and that. The tire one is such, and that's what I said. You, I noticed it more this year. The soft compound, hard compound, what they use for qualifying, how many laps they'll get out of it, and everyone started on the intermediate, the yellow one. Most of them, a couple I think of them some started on hard. Hard, a cu- only two, yeah. like Vettel, the yeah. old, the old stallion stuff. And then after twenty odd laps, is when everyone came in. All right, some before fourteen, fifteen, and started to go to the hard. Leclerc just played it perfectly. Had he come in the lap later, there would have been the car, the incident, yeah, and he wouldn't right. have had the twenty second gap to be able to pit because he pitted and still went out in front. Yeah, that's right? that's the luck of the draw it's, when the car's That's knowing yeah. absolutely yeah. everything. That's how close it is, and, you know, milliseconds. Yeah, it can work for you and it can work against you. But with the hard yeah. compound, you mentioned about the tyres, the hard compound. Albon, it was, I think it was Albon, he went 55 or 56 60 laps. Yeah, yeah. so they know they make it. It's just how they maintain it. And, yeah. you know, there was a – there's a I don't know if you saw the footage of, on one of the F1 apps or th- things like that. One of the cars, uh, he said, don't worry about catching Perez. Stay behind him because looking after your tyres is more important than your finish position. Yeah, well... And he said, I don't know, how's that? I want to finish higher. But they wanted him to protect the car, see how many laps they can... Because a lot of these races, if they're not going to finish in the top 10... And they're not going to get the points. It's about, okay, let's see how many laps we can get out of the car, how many laps we can get on this sort of tyre, this weight and this and that for future races. So that's the development. It's the, it's all that every isn't race. Isn't it strange that every driver and every team talks about 
of course, unless they're winning, talked about what they need to do for the next race. Next race, yeah. We've got to work hard to get it going again yep. for whatever they do. Assuming it, that's assuming they don't even have any accidents. But that, and there's the other thing. You saw in qualifying, Vettel came off and crashed the yep. car completely, and then they got him out. They rebuilt another car in time for him to go out in Q1 with two minutes to go. That's unbelievable. I mean, he didn't qualify for Q2, but that's unbelievable. The pit crew were high five, and you see the footage of that. It was fantastic to see. Unbelievable. They wouldn't have slept overnight. So, no, it was, what do you mean overnight? Oh, it was. It was during the day. Oh, it was, was, so, 20 minutes, I think qualifying was 20 minutes, 24 minutes, whatever it is. And he crashed. They got, they rebuilt the car. Right? And went back out. And a whole new front end. And they were taking stickers off the carbon fibre parts at the beginning as it was going out the game. They're just unwrapping the new parts. They were doing it while the car was being built. Phenomenal. Yeah. Great to see. Look, Look, it's so professional. And as you said before also, with the, the tactics, the technology. And, oh. and look, one thing that the, you know, the com- commentary sort of talked about is how much the improvement to the dri- the changes to the car on the drivability in terms of passing and, and you know, so it's, it's a lot better. The drivers are happy with having the jewels out there. 100%. I mean, you go back and see those old, you know, Hands down, Formula One is the greatest. It is, it is the greatest road racing, racing. Road racing is the greatest. Nothing beats it. And you go back and see some of those old cars from the open wheelers, even the ones in the 70s and the 80s, and you see this – you put all those cars, line them up on, you know, on your computer and have a look. The technology, the advancements, the change, even the ones that we've seen in real life, Mick. Oh, that's right. Unbelievable. And the other thing, it's so secretive too. I mean, you have a look at some of the footage. There's pit crew standing in front of the rear of the car. Yeah, so you don't see. So the cameras don't pick up all the little diffusers. Oh, and how about like nice is that DRS that opens up in the back of the wing now? It's so. Oh, it it does. It look. It's it's good and it's great for the racing. And really, we've had now three. Uh, Formula One races, yep. and it's all been entertaining. They okay, I mean, Charles won by a fair bit this time, but, you know, throughout the field, there were a lot of jewels. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. So it certainly is going in the right direction, and they talk about the budget being a bit less. I'm not sure how much less it is, um, you know. They're still look, talking mega dollars. Well, someone was saying today it costs 200-odd million to run a Grand Prix team. That's unreal, isn't like it? 200 million. That's just crazy. Crazy money, but you you know what it does is when you own one of these cars, be it a McLaren or a Ferrari, and you're in the you know that you have actually contributed to their racing team. Oh, well, Ferrari sure. definitely, and yeah, McLaren sure. too. They yeah. all fund it out of the cars well, they that have they sell, to. right? Yeah, they have to. So it's just you feel part of it, you know. And I was wondering, sometimes you wonder, you know, these lower teams, you know, they go out there and they're never going to get to the podium. However, what it is, and talking to some of the team bosses, they say, well, hang on, we've qualified, say, ninth and 10th. If we can finish the race 8th and ninth." Or seventh and sixth, we've done our job. That's a win. That's if a they win finish the race, is yeah, a win. That's right. right. So it's, get it's their cars win. home. Yeah, like because half of the Ferrari team would be a failure. That's right. Because their team, their car didn't finish. But you know, the other thing is, it's it's always interesting, Mick. Because Ferrari, we know is Ferrari's Ferrari, right? But looking at Williams, what car? They, what engine they're running? Honda. So then you start to go, okay, what are all these cars running? McLaren, we know is running McLaren, right? But what are these other cars running? Well, Red what Bull engines? running Honda at the moment. But no, they, 
but the Red Bull was going to develop the Honda and run it themselves, do it. Their no, own I thought end. the uh, Honda was the, in, in the Williams. What's uh, in the Red Bull? I thought that's a Honda as well. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. And Ferrari have got a few. Ferrari has got, got Haas, has got Alfa Tari, yep. uh, Alfa Romeo. No, Alfa Romeo's got Alfa Romeo. You sure? Yes. What's Alfa Romeo's engine? It would be theirs, wouldn't I it? I think it's a Ferrari. But anyway, you, you could be right. I'm not sure. But I thought it was That's uh, just interesting to see. So there's a lot of these cars that you think, okay, what is the engine that the F1 team was running? Well, they haven't got enough money to build to and build develop an their own engines. Let's face it. So, and from one year to the next year. So, I mean, the Ferrari engines are doing quite well. Very well. You know, so, you know look, you know, I mean – Looking at the technology and listening to all the tech stuff, it's amazing how much they have to do from it's, one year to the next. So the Alfa Romeo is an Alfa Romeo C42. Oh, is that right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So oh. like I said, 1.6 litre V6, 15,000 revs per minute. Yeah, well, that's the yeah. thing too. That's why you've got the sound as well. And you said the- Red Bull. So I thought Red Bull wasn't a Honda, but you might be right. It must be Honda. Well, I think it is, and they're gonna they phasing out the Honda and doing their own development. That's what I I read somewhere. I think from memory, is that right or not? Yeah, Honda in, yeah, yeah Honda engine. Yeah. So Can't yeah, know. and I and I know that the Williams is a Honda engine also. And then you've got uh, the Mercedes Renault. with McLaren. Oh, there's a couple of Mercedes engines. A couple of them. Yeah, Renault. Renault. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So so there's a handful, probably different makes of engines, I suppose. But it's um, it's great to see. It, it's great to see live. Like, I get it. You say, great, I say, you know, I'm contradicting myself. It's a difficult sport to go see live, but you've got to be there and experience it. So for me, I say, Mick, we've got to go together next year, um, but either be in the pit lane or on the pits or somewhere that you get to a little bit more exposure to the cars when they're not moving. No right? doubt. That's that's where, the for you and I, I reckon the benefit will be extremely. And then we have to go to Monaco. Well, want to see a Grand Prix in Monaco. Monaco would Monica, be good. Monica. The other one is the Italian Grand Prix, which is coming up. Italian Grand Prix, and now they've just released Las Vegas, Mick. So oh, Las so Vegas street circuit, part of the main street, main strip. Is that is right? the track? So not sure if it's going to be a night race like Singapore. Um, the dates are yet to be released, but next year, twenty twenty three, is Las Vegas. So Mick, I think we have to go to one of those. Yeah, for me. I mean, I'd love to go to the Monaco one. I'd like to go to, yeah. and the Italian Grand Prix because the the Ferrari fans they they they'll nuts. go nuts. They yeah. nuts there. But I must admit, I do prefer the non street circuits. Oh, do you have the actual race tracks? Yeah, I, like, I prefer the race tracks. Yeah, the street circuits to me, there's just too many walls. And you know, remember, you know, driving carts. Yeah. You know, you really didn't want to drive where there's carts. I mean, these guys are professional drivers, so I'm not, you know, sort of comparing myself to them. Yeah. But no runoff in these areas. It's, yeah, no, it's all man-built, isn't it, it's, really? You know, there's not a lot of tolerance. You have a look how close they get to the wall, and some of them, you know, of course, hit the wall and things like yeah, that. It's not a purpose-built yeah. racetrack. And not only that, the, to actually, when you do have an accident, because it's a street circuit, often they won't have as many points that you can get the cars out. Yeah. So there's bigger distances between the gaps where you can get the cars well, out. Well, they're trying it. to build a racetrack around a, a city. Around a yeah. city. It's, I mean, great. Visually, looks fantastic. I, I do love that. What's Singapore? Isn't Singapore's Singapore is a street circuit too. Yeah. I don't know if it's At all street not. circuit, but it, certainly most of it is. Yeah, so I don't know, Mick. 
I love Formula One. And I love the. Grand oh, the Prix. Formula One is is really. Oh, look, let's face it. Is the pinnacle. You know, we talk about pinnacles of uh, sport. It is the pinnacle of sport, and it's it's been around since. What when did it start? I mean, the, no. you know, it's it's been around since the yeah, year dot. But it's it's interesting. The early days of Formula One, the drivers weren't weren't dedicated to a particular car, so the 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 drivers could actually swap cars. Really? They could swap cars between races. I didn't know that. Yeah, you could. So someone could lend you a car because yours is broken down in qualifying and you could still race and it still goes to you. So 1950, Mick. 1950. The British Grand Prix, the inaugural round of the first Formula One World Championship. But we had the gentleman who wrote the book on the history of the Grand Prix. That's right. Here, so we might get him back actually because he's doing, um, he's a historian on all facts Grand Prix, and he must already correct us I on think, a few things that I we've think said. Yeah, I think his book might be nearly finished now too because yeah. he hadn't finished it then. So we should get him out because he's got. Well, he would have been there actually. We should have touched base with him. You yeah. could have touched base with him. But anyway, look, the Formula One is really exciting now because people want to see. Uh, the jewels are on the track. They want to see the racing, not just someone gets in front. They, you know, they get pole and they keep going. I mean, Charles did in this case, but it wasn't. But that the easy. cars do look a little bit more futuristic now. Then it's. I think it's attracting a new generation of fans, right? Uh, and once Ferrari and you know the fact that Aston Martin have now joined it, I think Porsche is looking at putting a team in an F one. Yeah, once you get these sorts of brands putting uh, yeah. F Formula One, team, it just drags a whole new generation yeah. of followers. I think the brands that have got road cars yeah. that people can relate to it, like Aston Martin. Now they got an Aston Martin. They got Aston Martin road cars they've had for yeah. years, and now they've got a Formula One car. Yeah. So people can say, oh, I've got, I'm following Aston Martin. I've got an That's Aston right, Martin. That's right. I've got an Aston like Martin. Like Lotus was before. Correct. Uh, like, you know, like Ferrari yeah. is, like McLaren is now. That's but right. a Red Bull, what's a Red Bull? That's what I'm saying. I don't, that's why I never get excited about Red Bull. You know, okay, they're good. They're good in the supercars. They're yeah. good in the Formula One. They're good. But what is a Red what Bull? Are they? Can I yeah. go and buy a Red Bull and start driving yeah. it? The Alpine, you can. You know, the yeah. Renaults. You've you got the Hondas. Yep. You no, know, I so. agree. That's what I'm saying. The more those. Um, teams coming into Formula One is going to bring a whole new supporter base. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's interesting the you know what their business model is. I mean, with everyone knows, you know, they talk about Ferrari and Enzo Ferrari. He built road cars to fund his the racing uh, team. The racing, yeah, correct. You know, not the other way around. No, uh, it's all about racing. It's all about see. racing, you know. And the beauty is you see the technology that filters through to the road cars that they've, you know, they've uh, tested in Formula One and then makes their way to Formula I mean, the SF90. The new Ferrari has got technology from Formula One for for sure, right? and that's happened right through the Kurs, whatever, all, all of it, all that stuff. So. And that's why you need them pushing the boundaries at Absolutely. that level. I mean, they still need to sort of put caps on it. You know, people talk about they should all have all the same cars and things like that. Well, not quite because you want the competitiveness of changing well, stuff. Well, they have. They've all got the same. They they've got a spec and set of rules that they need to build their cars to. Right. It's whoever designs it aerodynamically a little bit better, who can get the most out of their 1.6-litre engine. That's right. Their capacity. That's what it comes down to, right? Every centimetre, every second helps. It's amazing. And what amazes me is they can go around that circuit 
within split seconds of you know of their normal lap time. It's it's amazing. And then they say button off a little bit, you know, conserve your tires or conserve your fuel or no, let's go, let's go and get the quickest lap now because we've only got two laps to go. Okay, I'll go and do a quicker lap. I mean, it <laughs> is. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. This so yeah. it it is so exciting. I mean, I would have liked it to be in Adelaide. Yeah, um, I'd love to come you know. Home. But if we're going to go next year, Ori. I don't really want to be in the general admin area. No, no, exactly right. You, know, you can't. And uh, it's difficult, like you said, if you haven't got the right spot, you then see him zoom past, and that's no fun. I don't, I don't enjoy that at all. So, yeah. like I said, if you can walk around, see the cars when they're static, not moving, you know, if you're lucky enough to get a pit pass and things like that, well, that would be phenomenal. The other thing as well is um, I suppose a lot of people would have the commentary. You know, they'd put yep. the, you know. The radio you, in. Yeah, radio. you got your ear. Airpods or whatever, Airpods, and listen, and listen to it. Because you need to know what's going on. Otherwise, you, you know, you get home and you don't know what's going on. No, exactly. You know, what happened. So I enjoyed watching it. And, uh, but, you know, well, you watched, saw more of it than I did. Yeah, well, that's you. what happens. And you, and you can see the preamble, you know, yep. the, the the half an hour before and then you, the after because they speak to each of the drivers. And it's inter- interesting it's, what they say. It, look, you know, the interesting comment, and my son made it to me too. He watched the whole race and he's back into it again. He's yeah, He used to love Formula 1, then he stopped watching it. Now yeah. he's back into it again. Yeah, he stopped watching. Why? No, Because and, 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 Ferrari wasn't winning. Yeah, not only that, no, but everyone got sick of it. And the comment around the track that you heard everyone, I'm just so happy Hamilton, there's someone challenging. Yeah. Like, it's not always Hamilton. It got boring. Hamilton well, won... Race after race yeah, after race after championship. It gets boring. It's like, what's the use of watching? What's the use of following? What are we following here? No one's testing or pushing. Finally, we've got a few teams that are pushing. And that's what you need. You need at least three or four or five Correct. different teams uh, pushing for a spot and, you know, making it competitive. Yeah. I mean, Hamilton was winning for a fair while because they had the best car as well. Absolutely. And, you know, they had the – Absolutely. Know, so – you know, it's you need that as so that the others can try and catch up. You need the competitiveness. Yep. You know, so look, I reckon it's it was absolutely fantastic. And really, if the the first three races is anything to go by for the rest of the season, it, it's going to be fun. Like Verstappen, he's going to be out there again. Absolutely. I mean, he nearly he nearly got there as well. He's had a bit of bad luck, but. Anyway, I'm looking forward to going one day with you. No, I think we've got to go together. We've got to do a Mick and Ori show from the Grand Prix. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Okay, we're going to okay. leave it there, Ori. I think uh, it was good, and I'm glad you went and enjoyed yourself. Likewise, you can catch us on the show at mickandori at gmail.com. And uh, as always, if your car's not a classic, it will be one day. Thank you. Thanks, guys.